Hey everyone, welcome to another edition of Wisdom Wednesdays. And today we're going to dive into the well of knowledge about health nutrition and these tiny little substances that make our bodies tick. We're venturing into the world of fermented foods and unraveling their fascinating relationship with our mood and mental health. For a little context, we know that the microbes that colonize our gut serve as vital mediators in what's called the microbiota gut-brain axis, which I've talked about before. So this axis connects the body's external signals and intrinsic functions and communicates continuously with the central nervous system. So various factors are known to affect it, including physical activity, stress, and diet, and they impact both the gut microbiota, and that then impacts our intestinal, immunological, and neural components of the microbiota gut-brain axis. Now, recent advances highlight the potential of the microbiota-targeted dietary interventions, such as probiotics, prebiotics, and fermented foods, to enhance mental health by modulating this gut-brain axis. Now, if that wasn't enough mouthy words, um, let's go through a bit of terminology first. So fermented foods are foods made through the desired microbial growth and enzymatic conversions of food components. These are technical definitions. A probiotic This is a live microorganism which, when administered in adequate amounts, confers a health benefit on the host, normally a human, but it's also animals, and also a general benefit could either be by supporting a healthy digestive tract or a healthy immune system. Prebiotics, on the other hand, are a substrate or a food substance that is selectively utilized by certain microorganisms and they then confer a health benefit. So a probiotic is something that we ingest that has a direct effect. A prebiotic is is feeding certain microbiota. And then there's something called a postbiotic, which is preparation of an inanimate microorganism and or their components that confers a health benefit on the host. Then we have something called a symbiotic, And that's a mixture of live microorganisms and substrates that are selectively utilized by host microorganisms to then confer a health benefit. So that's a mixture of a prebiotic and a probiotic. And then you have something, if this isn't confusing enough, called a cryptic peptide. So these are bioactive peptides that require enzymes to actually release the bioactive portion. And so they're encrypted in these protein molecules. And then you have something called a psychobiotic, which is a live organism that when it's ingested in the right amounts, produces a health benefit in patients suffering from psychiatric illnesses. So now that we've got that out of the way, let's get back to talk about fermented foods. So they have been historically used for prolonging storage and or enhancing flavor. So they're pretty diverse and they're categorized into different categories, including uh, cereal, dairy, meat, fish, vegetables, and legumes. 
And all of those undergo unique fermentation processes. So not all fermented foods are the same. So these foods, generally, they harbor a rich microbial community that is influenced by the substrate type, so whether it's dairy, meat, fish, but also geographic location, the pH, and the preparation methods. And they then offer potential probiotics, bioactive peptides, phytochemicals, and vitamins. Now, researchers are continuing to investigate fermented foods due to their ability to shape our gut microbiota composition or all of the little microbes that run around in our gut. Uh, and also then produce benefit, beneficial what's called metabolites. These are things that we use in our metabolism. And they can also modulate or change or tweak pathways connecting the gut and the brain. And therefore, they provide a promising avenue for dietary interventions. Now, beyond their kind of tangy tasted, some would say, some would say terrible taste, depending on the tip, tip, the, the, the type of fermented food. They have a long history in culinary traditions worldwide, and they might just be the unsung heroes of our mental well-being. So think about this. We have a microscopic universe that lives right in our guts where trillions of bacteria play an active and pivotal role in our health, right? So that's the gut microbiota that we talk about. And it's an integral part of what has been recognized as the microbiota gut-brain axis. So researchers from the University of Cork in Ireland have been tilling the scientific soil, if you excuse the pun, uncovering how these age-old foods interact with this gut-brain microbiota axis. And their study published last month in the journal Neuroscience and Behavioral Reviews, spotlights the diversity of fermented foods. So they looked at um, things from all of those categories that I talked about, from creamy yogurts to sharp chewy cheeses to kimchi and miso and all of these different things. Now, they found that each one of them is a complex concoction and they team with these rich community of microbes shaped by those unique fermentation processes that I mentioned earlier on. Now, before we get any further, let's take a moment um, and to think about what these microbes do. So they are actually messenger molecules that carry signals between our body and brain, influencing everything from our digestion to our mood and perhaps even our behavior. And recent uh, strides in science have hinted at the potential of fermented foods to fine-tune this communication and potentially benefiting our mental health. But the science here is still pretty young and researchers are just beginning to peel back the layers of complexity. So some studies, I've mentioned this one before, by Stanford University, published in the journal Cell Metabolism, really showed that a diet rich in fermented foods can enhance the diversity of our gut microbes, which we think is pretty damned important. And also they showed in that paper, dial down inflammatory markers that are often linked to mental health issues. Now, let's circle back um, to talk about fermented foods. So we think that they may modulate this gut-brain microbiota axis through a myriad of different pathways including uh, influencing hormones like serotonin and neuropeptide Y, um, which govern our appetite and our mood and even the stress response. 
So it means that every time we're eating these fermented foods, it could have a beneficial effect on our physical and our mental health. But with many things in science, it is not black and white. Some studies have revealed mixed results. On the one hand, there's quite a lot of accumulating evidence suggesting that fermented foods may lower social anxiety and even alter brain activity relevant to mental health. And we're seeing some positive mental health outcomes in different studies. But on the other hand, some studies have shown that in individuals without mental health conditions, having a higher intake of fermented food could be associated with more symptoms of depression and anxiety. So it's a pretty complex puzzle. But let's remember back to that study from Stanford School of Medicine that found a 10-week diet high in fermented foods boosted microbiome diversity and improved immune responses, which are both associated with good overall health, not just mental, but also physical. So while we wait for more conclusive evidence about exactly what's the right dose and how much is too much, if you don't already eat a lot of fermented foods, it is definitely worthwhile bringing some into your diet because even if it doesn't have a massive boost to your mental health, it will certainly increase the diversity. So uh, an easy way to start if you don't already do it is things like miso soup kefir, which you'll find in pretty much every supermarket. That's a fermented milk drink that has actually been shown to have a really beneficial effect on our gut microbiome. But you could also, if you're a bit more adventurous, try um, kimchi or sauerkraut, those sorts of things. But also anything that has vinegar or pickles in it um, is also fermented as well. So just um, try a little bit of them. And the advice is if you don't have it, just don't jump in and eat a full jar of fermented veggies for lunch. It is just add little bits of this into your diet that over time will increase that diversity of our microbiome and just notice uh, whether or not you see a benefit. So that's it for this week. Catch you next time.